Meg. What's up? What's poppin'? Welcome to the podcast! And before we begin, welcome to the 60th episode of Hey Guys, Meg. Can you believe we have 60 episodes? I can't. How did I come up with 60 topics? This was a homework assignment. And here I am, many, many, many episodes later, and I'm still doing it. I hope my podcast professors are proud. Anyways, before we scratch scratch too much, let's roll into the episode. Some of us scroll through social media and see certain aesthetics. Some of us like a certain aesthetic so much that we change our whole life to become it. One popular aesthetic is the academia aesthetic. So let's talk about it. And honestly, I did not realize how many like subgenres, should we call them subgenres, sub-aesthetics? I don't know how to word this. What I'm trying to say is I didn't realize there were so many different types of academia aesthetics. Like it's not just one aesthetic. It literally branches off to literally about 100. I'm not even joking. Like there was so much information. I was mind blown. But the inspiration behind this whole podcast was we actually did a podcast on the general idea of aesthetics. And that is from season four, episode two. So if you want to go check out that podcast, you totally should. The source I used for this podcast is aesthetics.fandom.com, which it's a great website. Y'all should check it out. But according to this website, they said that academia aesthetic is a term referring to a group of aesthetics that involve learning, particularly through study, research, and reading. And just to name a few, there's Art academia, autumn academia, ballet, chaotic, classic, dark, fairy, floral, green, horror, light, musical, ocean, pastel, romantic, science, theater, winter, writer, and witchy academia. You see what I mean? Like, that's just a few. That's not even all of them. Like, there was literally an A through Z of every single one followed by the word academia and aesthetics are serious like so serious like people take these so serious they change their whole life to revolve around them we already been over this like people literally change the way they dress change the way they decorate their house change the way they act change the way they talk just to fit into an aesthetic i'ma just say it i'ma just be that person i feel like aesthetics in the future there's literally gonna be like a mental illness that comes from it like people are gonna get so obsessed and so caught up into it that they're gonna be like, oh my God, I have to do this. This is the only way I can live my life. And it's gonna turn into something toxic. I can just see it happening. I hate to be a negative person, but I can just see the toxic side of aesthetics, kind of like social media, which we did a podcast on social media. I don't remember when it was, so Editing Meg's gonna come in here and give us the episode. Hey, what's up? It's Editing Meg. And the episode I did on social media is actually from season two, episode six, if you wanna go back and check that out. Thank you for that. But in that episode, I literally talked about social media and how it started off as being this positive thing. Like the like button was supposed to be for positivity, supposed to be fun, nice. And it turned into this really dark, toxic environment where people are like, oh, I'm not getting enough likes. I'm upset. Da, 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 da. See what I mean? But we're skirting too much this episode already. But I decided to take six random academia aesthetics to deep dive into. Some of them I chose because I thought they were fun and some I chose because they're names that I see a lot. But the first one we're gonna talk about is art academia. And they said like, this is general descriptions of it, but for art academia, it involves admiring art pieces, staring at statues, books and paintings, drawings, sketchings, jolting down notes, poetry and museums. Yeah, that's a lot. And this is how serious this website gave details on it went down to what colors you should wear and they said cadmium yellow what the heck is that cadmium yes 
see, you know? That's an interesting yellow choice. How do I say this, though? So it's cadmium yellow, dark browns, white, the whole rainbow. Yep, like, why couldn't they just say that? Why couldn't they just say the whole rainbow? I don't understand it. But the values of people who are in the art academia are art, knowledge, curiosity, literature, music, and architecture. And the fashion. This is just, like, pieces I pulled out. There was literally so much more under the fashion category. I just picked and chose what I wanted to say. But for fashion, you're wearing collared shirts with puffy sleeves, berets, oxfords, corduroy, overalls, braids, ponytails, messy buns, wool sweaters, loose tees. And that's it for art academia. The second one we're going to talk about is ballet, which let's just skirt skirt real quick. I know we've been skirt skirting a lot this episode, but why is ballet core taking over the world right now? Like, I don't know about you, but I'm seeing it everywhere. It's all over my Instagram, all over my TV commercials, ballet core is everywhere. And I am praying my job does not to become a part of it. But I feel like now that I said that they're going to become a part of it too. But it's crazy how ballet core is blowing up. And it's really funny. Some of the pieces they think ballerinas wear, I'm like, girl, no, people don't wear that. But going off of ballet, the ballet academia description was swans, fairy angel wings, sheer veils, point shoes, parasols, gracial drapings, tutus, white tights, bar, all white costumes, fantasy, the supernatural, ballet slippers, impressionist art. I get every part of this, but why the supernatural? I don't understand that part. The colors for ballet are white, silver, black, pink, and cream. The values are the importance of dance to the arts, supporting classical dance, studying ballet in modern dance, expressing emotion through dance, which I'm here for those values. I love to see it. The fashion for ballet is obviously leotards or bodysuits, wrap sweaters, halter necks, baggy slash plazo pants, short ballerina skirts, tights, ballet flats, small jewelry, long ribbons, leg warmers, buns, or natural and shimmery eyeshadow. The third academia style we're going to talk about is dark, which is very popular. I feel like dark and light is all over social media. For dark academia, the description is books, history, literature, novels, reading and writing, mystery, old buildings, and old money. The colors is more earth tones, black, brown, and tan. And the values is curiosity, existentialism, intelligence, intrigue, learning, and wisdom. So for fashion for dark, academia is button-ups, blouses, turtlenecks, dress pants, pleated or checkered pattern skirts, blazers, cardigans, Doc Martin black boots, Mary Janes, vintage and rectangle bags, leather bags, glasses, Bobs are long here, natural and femme fatale makeup. Interesting. And going along with dark, light is number four. Light Academia is another one that's very popular. I see that everywhere. And the description for light is European slash British, scholarly, old books, long corridors, fields of grass surrounded by woods, the hills, arts, and the classics. Their descriptions are so weird. I'm sorry. I'm just going to come out and say it. I just, they're weird. Colors for light academia are beige, cream, light brown, white, plaid, and dim shades. Which, I'm sorry, I didn't know plaid was a color. Like, that was not my color wheel growing up. The values are positivity, academics, the classics, poetry, and literature. And the fashion for light is blazers, turtlenecks, corduroy, cardigans, cable knits, dress pants, skirts, cigarette pants, trench coats, pea coats, aquifers, Mary Janes, and Doc Martens, headbands, glasses, pearls, tweeds, Plaid and houndstooth. I did not realize I wrote down so much of fashion. I thought it was done at the trench coat, but apparently not. I wrote a lot. I feel like this next academia style, number five, is also pretty popular and it is romantic. And the description is 
reading and writing, holding hands, kissing, mythology, historic remnants. The colors for romantic are browns, beige, tan, cream, gray, white, gold, soft pink, black, red, navy, deep groovy, forest green, and light blue. These aesthetics are so specific sometimes. It's kind of annoying. Their values are romance, academics, emotions, individuality, maturity, curiosity, learning, and self-discovery. The fashion for romantic is cashmere, lace, silk, tulle, corsets, bustiers, mm, I feel like I pronounced that wrong, blouses, silk and lace, camis, flowy wide-legged pants, skirts, tights, lacy socks, cardigans, sweater vests, ballet flats, kitten heels, lockets, vintage jewelry, dainty jewels, ribbons. And the very last academia style we're going to talk about is number six, which is called chaotic. And I just thought that was the best name ever, which is why we're talking about it. The description for chaotic is literature, philosophy, existentialism, curiosity, mystery, and intelligence. For color, it literally said any. You can wear any color. The more chaotic, the better. Their values are rebellion with style, casual learning, and high culture. Hazardous routines, messy habits, unusual or banned literature. Their fashion is button-downs over logo tees, messy eyeliner, heavy boots, and mismatched socks. And literally, that was just like a general description of all of these academia aesthetics, but each category went into more detail. They gave visuals, they gave courses for school you should take, they gave activities to do, movies to watch, and music to listen to. I just thought that was so interesting. Like, these aesthetics are so specific and it literally does give you a description of how to live your life which is crazy and some people do it and like sometimes the aesthetic is nice you know the aesthetic is pleasing as some would say but sometimes I'm like is this safe is this good or is this something that could be toxic like what if you can't always do that style or what if something happens or what if you want to make a change like can you make a change I don't know I don't live my life by an aesthetic I kind of just do what I want I guess that could be the the chaotic aesthetic I don't know it's just crazy how much detail these aesthetics give and it does make me a little nervous for like this generation just because I feel like over time living your life like this and doing like this that's gonna have some psychological effect to you it has to real quick before we end this episode I actually looked into the toxic side of aesthetics and there are so so many articles we honestly could do probably a whole podcast on this but they were saying that aesthetics can be visually exclusive they force people into a box and result in suppression of creativity and a lot of these articles were targeting like fitness aesthetics that girl aesthetic which we actually did a podcast episode on and i did mention how toxic this aesthetic can be and that is from season 4 episode 11 if you want to check it out and the last aesthetic it was talking about was clean girl but it kind of was generalizing a lot of them all the articles i was finding out but if you want to look that up there are so so many articles on it but it is cute it is fun so the next time that you're scrolling on social media and you see all these aesthetics just know they are crazy detailed There is a lot behind them, and they do have some good intentions to them. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Hey Guys, It's Meg. You can follow Hey Guys, It's Meg underscore podcast on Instagram for updates and good times. Come back next week, where we talk all about avoiding people from high school. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts.